Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Um, I want us to start reading from Exodus 17. I just want to bring out something uh, in the next few minutes. I believe we'll be greatly blessed with. Again, this is my meditation. So it's pretty easy to preach when you have something you are thinking about. So you just preach the message that being preached to you. I'll, I'll take it from verse 8. Now Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, Choose some men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses Aaron and Hor went up to the top of the hill, and so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy. Praise the Lord. Pretty easy to say. He got tired, weary of keeping the hand up. So they took a stone and put it under him to make him comfortable so he could sit. And he sat on it. And Aaron and all supported his hand on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Wow. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this for a memorial. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua. That I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. I mean, obliteration. And Moses built an altar and called its name, the Lord is my banner. For he said, because the Lord has sworn, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Amalek, you made a mistake. You came against the covenant of the Lord in a sweep. You came in a surprise. You came to totally destroy. You made a mistake. You've invited a war that would never end. The mistake that Al-Malek made was that he went against the covenant of the Lord. And where I'm going is still a bit ahead <clears throat> that I thank God because I can see I have enough time to quickly tidy it up. If God wants us to continue on Sunday, we'll continue otherwise. There are many messages like that that we just introduce on Thursdays and I still have them. When the Holy Ghost said, oh yeah, I will go back to them. Sometimes when I hear, when pastor preaches this message, Say, God, help me. Then we begin, it will begin to remind me. You know. So what's the title of this one? Holy Spirit. Lifting the banner. But see, the story is clear. All of a sudden, there was war. 
Not so much prepared for, but for a Christian, you must be prepared. For a covenant child of God, you must be prepared. In fact, the very fact that you are a covenant child of God is the reason why you will always be in trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And amazingly, even for the book of Psalms, you understand that when such troubles come, there's a way God deals with it. He sweeps it like a flood away. He comes against like a flood. Like a flood. It's amazing. So what did he do? He said, you know what? You should you go fight them. But I'll be on the mountain of the Lord. And I will lift up the rod of the Lord. Aha. And he did. And as, I mean, as long as he was doing that, the battle was won. And when, of course, the natural man that he was, his hands would get tired and he would bring them down. Amalekite, the Amalekites would begin to win. So he got to a stage that Ho oh, and Aaron said, no, Amalekites cannot win this war. They got, they got a stone to make a seat for him. We all need help. And then they gave him a seat. But you see, Moses did something. He took responsibility immediately. That was war. We've got to fight. You go fight. And he was as his word. Joshua went down to fight. And he promised Joshua. He said, no, you just go. I'll be here praying. So now, Joshua, I have your back. But for God to have my, for me to be sure that God is having my back, let me raise his rod to him. And so, you can see this. By the way, let me say this quickly. Somebody is entering a victory today. The type that generations don't know that you can never get. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> he told me. He said the mistake that the devil has made was to attack you. So you don't need to begin to worry yourself because of the attack. Because of sudden attack. If I made it clear to me, only Asheti. Asheti. Ashimo. Yorukoi. Yes. He said, uh-uh, I will betray the Amalekites. From in every generation, they will see war. The war that will remove them. Why? They dare. The blood covenant children of God. Uh-huh. There are certain things that you just have to know. Christianity is not just meat and drink. You just know where you know you rest. So they did that, lifted his hand, lifted his hand, and then the war was won. But this is the good part of it. Then the Lord said to Moses, Many wars have been won, but this is special. Verse 14. Write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua. Knowing fully well the future of Joshua. At the time, I don't think Moses knew. I don't think Joshua himself knew. And this is what you tell him. I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek Amalek from under heaven. Then Moses, how did he do it? He did. Then he did something unusual. He built an altar. And called the name of the altar, Jehovah Nessi. Interpreted, the Lord is my banner. Praise the Lord. For he said, because the Lord has sworn. So I tried to look at it. If I'm going to put action to words, when, how? Yes, he knew the Lord was his banner. He was a conviction. But how did he demonstrate it? He lifted the rod of Moses. 
in the thick of the war. I mean, the rod of the Lord. In the thick of the war. I mean, things were going. The Americans were specialists. They came prepared. They came in a surprise. He said, I'm going up, I'm going up the mountain. And he lifted the banner. He lifted the lost banner. Every time the banner is lifted, the war is won. Every time. And he was demonstrated by his hand coming down, getting tired, put it back. Put it back. And now you can begin to appreciate. And we see bits of this in everything we do and study as, I mean, discipleship. You hear men ought always to pray and not faint. Pray without ceasing. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and repent from them and turn from their wicked, then I will hear, I will forgive, and I will heal. There is something about lifting a banner. So I was thinking about that. Or rather, a scripture I was meditating upon took me to this place. <clears throat> and the scripture is in Isaiah chapter 59. I want you to turn to that place quickly. And just took me to where we just read to give me the picture and the demonstration of what it means. 59. Look at verse, um, verse 19. Isaiah 59, 19. Good. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. That's the east. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, come help me, everybody. Shall I do what? I can hear you. This place of the Lord will do what? Lift up a standard. If you have NIV or any or NSV, it says the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a banner. Anybody has that kind of version? Anybody will say banner here? How oh, you guys are issues? You all read King James and uh, praise the Lord. So it's that the word standard is the same word banner. The same word. No explanation, just the same word. So and what are we hearing here? That when the devil comes, when he comes, when the devil comes like a flood, say God's banner comes up. How? By his spirit. That's a covenant issue. It's just a covenant thing. Just like we see, I mean, we find it happening in, to the children of Israel in the wilderness, much more so in the life of a believer. Yeah. What makes it interesting for me is particularly when it says that the Holy Spirit, or the Spirit of the Lord, where is it now? When the enemy will come, the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit, capital S, the Spirit of the Lord will raise the standard. The Spirit of the Lord will raise the standard. The Spirit of, where is the Spirit of the Lord? Thank you. Just like God was in the midst of the children of Israel, and the devil thought he could harass them, God rose up. And it wasn't the first time. At the Red Sea, he rose up. See, the angel that led them came and stood between them and the enemy camp. He was in their midst. The Lord of God in the midst of you is mighty. You know what that means? He's unstoppable. He can accomplish whatever he has set to accomplish. He's right in the midst of you. And so he left and went to stay in between them. And you know the rest of the story. He f- while he was freezing the enemy camp, he was warming the covenant children at the end of it. They were walking on dry ground, having a good time walking through. Even the old and the feeble didn't feel weak. The strongest and the mightiest among the enemies were dying and crying. We have a dangerous God, a covenant-keeping God. 
And the earlier we began to understand him for who he is, the better for us. So now you can begin to understand that minute therefore a rest. It's a covenant rest. Hello, is somebody hearing me? Glory be to God in the highest. So he says the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard. So the spirit of the Lord will lift his banner. I don't know what you are going through today. I've come to an house. <laughs> a turn in the battle. Amen. A turn around in the battle. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I mean it with everything inside of me. This is where cancer can reverse. This is where HIV can reverse. This is where vetro, this is where vetro can be reversed. I'm not joking. My prayer is that you, I mean, you just, just catch a bit of it and let the Holy Ghost exp, expand it to you. The Holy Spirit, not man, will lift a banner. When you back to the war, it's not the war that will hold you. God will hold you. You are a covenant child of God. You are a covenant child of God. You are a covenant child of God. You are bought with a prize. You are not just existing. There is a prize on your head. It's not what you can afford. He paid the prize. That's why in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and chapter 6, he said, know you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And then in chapter 6, he says, you are not of your own. You are bought with a prize. You are a covenant child of God. You are bought with blood. There is a a reason for your boldness. Yeah. There's a reason for your confidence. You are in a covenant. If you forget, your covenant partner does not forget. He will fight in your battle. Yes. He will rejoice in your victory. He's a guy. Man can, see, man can fail God. You can betray covenant. God will never betray his covenant. So where is he? He says he's right inside. And the spirit of God is right inside of you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? So I'm confident of the banner being raised. Can I be frank with you? I would have died and gone many, many years ago. Many, several times ago. Several times in the past. But why? Ah, I never knew God was always raising the standard. And once the devil sees the banner, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's about to kill you. You will come back next year to testify. In the name of Jesus, that say you will not only live, you will declare the glory of God. In the name of Jesus. That, but that's the Bible. What's Christianity without a covenant? Or without the covenant? It's the covenant that makes Christianity. Although some try to make us believe that it's ordinary, it's just another way of life. No, 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 no. It is the way of life. The divine, the God's way of life. Sealed by the blood of Jesus. Not the blood of bulls and goats. Of bulls. So some argue that the comma here is a problem. But it's okay. But we know that in Hebrew there are no commas. So that's not a problem. Okay, Jeremiah chapter 1. Just a minute. I just want to show you one more scripture before I conclude. How do we practicalize what we're hearing? If you cannot, then it's just a good sermon. Hello. We all like to gain knowledge. Knowledge is good. Knowledge that cannot be applied. With little frustration. Or pride. 
that we're able to apply knowledge you demonstrate leadership straight away you begin to model life to people most when it's the knowledge of the word of God Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 19 they will fight against you but they shall not prevail for I am with you Say the Lord. So all through the Old Testament, you hear him say, I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. It was where it demonstrated when he said, when Moses was saying, you are asking me to go. You haven't shown me who will go with me. If I found favor on your side. Remember the place? And finally he said, okay. You will go, you succeed, or I will drive them away from your presence. Nobody will stand against you, but I'm not going to your miss eyes. Moses said, then leave me here. It was that important. What am I saying? God was not just in their midst. Moses was always conscious of the God in their midst. Ready consciousness of his presence. You know everything about him. You know everything he's done. You are, I mean, you agree to it. I mean, you believe it. But if you are not conscious of his presence, then you don't get him doing things at the point you want it done. And I said, okay, now I've done what you've asked and I will do much more. And finally, well, how was it? He hid him in the cleft of the rock and then he passed before him and they showed him all his goodness. He only saw his backside and he saw all his goodness. All his goodness. And God has prepared for you what, or given unto you what, all that pertains unto life and godliness. There's nothing you need that God has not provided. But there's a way you can connect it. Again, the Bible says that eyes have not seen, ears, uh, ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man. Um, what God has prepared for those who love him. But the Lord has revealed it to us. How? By his spirit. Good. So when in John chapter 14 verse 16 it says, I will send you another helper, a paracletus, a strengthener, a standby, a teacher, an advocate. It will be everything that you will ever need here on earth to achieve anything that you want to achieve. I'm going to send him to you. I was talking of the Holy Spirit. So it's not a surprise that the Holy Spirit will always raise the standard when it comes to Taiwo Dukoya. Come on, mention your names. Mention your names. Come on, mention your names. He will always raise the standard. Because Jesus Christ has sent him to you. And that's why he's here. And it's not just with you, it's in you. Okay, now let me just take from there and then finish quickly. Have you read the scripture before in 2 Timothy chapter 1? From verse... 2 Timothy 1, quickly, help me. Okay, verse 3, because it's a continuation. I thank God who myself with a pure conscience as my forefathers did, as without season I remember you in my prayers and I mean night and day. Thank you. Uh, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears. So things were not easy for him. He was going through stuff. Being mindful of your tears uh, that I may be filled with joy. Yes, verse 5. Uh, when I call to remembrance, please watch this. The genuine faith that, uh, that is in you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you, though you're crying, though things are tough, so it looks like there's no way out. I can see. I mean, I'm mindful of your tears. I know you are here. But please, I don't forget. And I try to remind you of this. There is something in you. Uh-huh. When I call to remembrance, the genuine faith that is in you, which the first in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice, I am, and I am persuaded also, is in you. 
in spite of your tears, in spite of all the pains, in spite of the struggles and the fears and the hopelessness, there is something inside of you. Let me remind you quickly. You know, I'm just trying to help us know how to raise the banner. When, you, when the devil sees the banner, he like a flaw. That's why we'll go back to still see that scripture amplified. Therefore, I remind you. Remind you to do what? Come on, help me, church. Come on, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Okay, they're too quiet there for me. Uh, come on, help me. Help. I remind you to stir up. Stir up what? The gift of God. Where is it? Hey! That's how you lift the banner. Through the lane of, of my hands. Uh, then verse 7. Because why? God has not given me the spirit of fear, of failure, of despondency, of timidity. But of what? Come on, and of what? And? And? Power, love, and? Sound, my. So in other words, your situation has changed. Will you get into it now? Will you begin to get into it? Will you begin to see things the way I see things? Because I am right in your midst. Come on, lift up the banner. Stir it up. So for me, I began to look at this, and it's so interesting. And I realized that when the going gets tough, and there seemed to be, and the only person that will quickly hear will be Nomti. Shilamakatori ma senta, nakatora ma shanta prapapabadi, nakatora me sita krima shanta papapadi la putebiria. Why are you doing that? Because I don't even know how to articulate it anymore. You like to feel, but now you are not feeling. You know, when you feel, you say, whoosh, you are not, but you are not feeling. What does that do? He said, you are edifying, you are stirring up something, you are building something that the devil cannot stop. You are charging something, something is coming up, something is charging up. And when I would break it, I said, thank God for the blood of Jesus. Oh, thank God I belong. Oh, thank God for the blood of victory. I belong to the blood of Jesus. I'm, a hope. I'm not just ordinary. Now you don't know, nobody knows, nobody sees. But he knows, he sees, he's hearing. And something is building up inside of me. Something is building up. Something is flowing. And before long, everything around me begins to notice. And the devil says, okay, 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 okay. Hey, hey. The butler is being lifted. And the Bible makes it clear to us that he that speaks in tongues, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, says you edify yourself. You build yourself up. And you know what makes it more interesting? Even the ground that the devil thinks he has captured is taken back. Whew. Hello? <laughs> this man is in the spirit. <laughs> Believe me, there is nothing that is impossible with our God. 
But I've come today to let you know that something has been turned around for you. In the name of Jesus. Believe in me. You know, you know, you know, you know what makes the born again Christian? His ability to flow. So you can now understand the flood, the flood thing. Put me, the la- put me for the last reference. Amplified Bible, Isaiah 59, 19. See this. Isaiah 59, 19, Amplified. So, as the result of the Messiah's intervention, once we have banner, that's God coming on the scene. Ooh, glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. They shall reverently fear the name of the Lord from the West. If we read the context, Israel was in trouble. And his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up what? A standard against him and put him to flight. Now watch this one. For he will, for he will come like a rushing stream which the breath of the Lord drives. That's the standard of the Lord. The, way I'm, the place I'm trying to get in, 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 in Psalm, which I didn't pick, he said, when the devil comes, say they come like this, but I raise a banner because you come like a flood to flush them out. So he comes in a creepy way, in a very funny way. He sneaks in and tries to overwhelm. But when God comes, he comes, bam! For such are those who are born of the Spirit. The wind blows where it wants. No one hears. But then you will know that the wind is blowing. And that's our capacity. You get built up. Come on, Jude, verse 20. Beloved, building up yourself in your most holy faith. Doing what? Praying in the Holy Spirit. And then the second thing is, declare what God has declared. You say, how does that work? The word I speak to you, they are spirit. <laughs> and when it comes to this battle of life, I've given you a tongue and the wisdom that cannot be resisted. Declare the word of God. I'm going to give you two minutes to do that. I want you to, if you know where you are in the battle and you want to see the turnaround, based on what you've heard, do something now. We're glad for the fact that you came this morning. Why? Because through you and for you, something starts today. In the name of Jesus, I reverse every evil trend. In the name of Jesus, <laughs> I say return, man I decree the life of God. I decree the victory of God. In the name of Jesus, I declare like he's declared in the Bible, you are more than a conqueror. In the name of Jesus. Don't your neighbor say glory be to God. I'm a covenant child of God. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We worship you. We adore you. We magnify your holy name. Hallelujah. Can I be frank with you? I'm waiting for your testimony. You say, really? Believe me, that's how it's done. Is there? There's no, there's no room for crying and weeping anymore. 
The completion of all completions is right inside of you. Glory be to God. I feel the fire. I feel the fire. I feel the fire. I don't know who you are. You've been, you've been condemned. By the sickness you carry, you've been condemned. But the truth is this. In the name of Jesus, you are coming back to testify. You know why? God will do that so that the rest of us can begin to have. And I know the person is here. But please, before you come to testify, go to your doctor. Come with his report. Because it shall be said that nobody laid hands on you. You are just declaring the word of God and you are speaking into Bakasha. You are stirring up the spirit of God. I feel the fire again. Hey, I don't know who you are. Your testimony will be ah. When people ask you, you know, ask you how, you say, I heard this in your body. What I just said in your body is this. You say, ah, the mercy of God cannot be quantified. Because you would know that it's not by your power. It's not by your mind. It's not, it's not, that's not to say that you'll be, you, you, you be lazy. And, no, no, no. You, you know, you're, you've, you've always tried, but your best effort hasn't produced. But suddenly, God is opening the door for you. Can't you see that he has opened the door? He has opened the door which your strength cannot open, which your strength cannot open, which your ability cannot open, your effort cannot open. Jesus Christ said, I have, see, I have said before you, an open which no man can. Expecting miracles, expecting breakthroughs, expecting testimonies in the name of Jesus. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dikoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukweju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.